Okay, improve it, peeps. Welcome back to the second episode in our self-healing series. I am thrilled to have today's guest on the show. We are talking all about how you can discover repressed emotions and how it can help you lead more authentically. Now, Michael Frontier is a very special person to me. He is my intuitive coach, and I will give you that story in just a little bit about how we met, but I want to tell you about Michael. So Michael's a native of Chicago. He has spent over 30 years in the food and hospitality industry, including managing one of Chicago's most iconic restaurants. And he's also the co-founder of one of Chicago's favorite boutique specialty food businesses, Terry's Toffee, a business that he and his husband founded in 2002 and sold in 2015. He's also an intuitive and clairvoyant. And over the past 25 years, he has changed the lives of many individuals from business, entertainment, and other sectors by helping them to connect with their purpose and passion. Now, in addition to his intuitive readings, he's a Reiki master and a teacher and intuitive coach. And Michael's passion to help people develop their own intuition is so prevalent in everything he does. He and his husband, Terry, offer a variety of workshops. And Michael loves traveling, biking, and spending his time with family and friends. I am a huge fan of Michael and his husband, Terry, and I actually was led to Michael through Terry, who Terry was somebody, a mentor of mine, who I love near and dear to my heart mentioned, could help me as I was going through infertility treatments. So I started doing Reiki sessions with Terry and then found out about Michael. And Michael has helped me over the years just with readings, but More importantly, he is now my intuitive slash life coach, and I consider him a dear friend. I am so grateful to have him in my life, and I am so deeply honored to introduce him to you today. I'm not even going to give you a high-level overview of this show. We're just going to jump right into it. Let's hear how Michael Frontier is improving it in our self-healing See a race. Here we go. Are you a leader searching for new and innovative ways to drive employee engagement and team morale through the roof? Do you want to create a company culture where everyone feels seen, heard, and valued? Hi, I'm Erin Deal, business improv edutainer, filfluencer, and professional Zumbie who is ready to help you improve your it. Your it being the thing that makes you, you. Think of me as your keeping it real professional development bestie who is here to help you learn from your failures, stand tall in your power, and improve yourself so you can improve the lives of others. Oh, and did I mention that we are improving your it through play? That's right. I am an improvisational comedy expert who uses experiential learning to help you have your aha (laughs) moments. Those are the moments when the light bulb goes off and you're laughing at the same time. So grab your chicken hat, your notebook, and your inner child because I'm going to take you on a journey that is both fun and transformative. Welcome to the Improve It Podcast. 
Michael, I am thrilled that you are on the Improve It podcast. Like you have no idea. Thrilled. I am. I'm honestly, I'm so excited to be here. True. Well, and I'm excited for everyone to know you because I adore you. You've helped me so much. And I tell you this all the time. So let's just, we're going to dive in, Michael, because normally I like the audience to get to know you, but they're going to get to know you just through your words of wisdom. So what's an intention that you want to set for today's show? One word. It doesn't have to be one word. What's an intention? Yeah, actually, one word I can offer you is the word permission. Mm. Permission. Mm. Permission to be fabulous. Permission to explore. Permission to ask questions. Permission to be myself. Permission. You know what I just did? I just exhaled. Yes. I just like (laughs) felt that. I was like, yeah, yes. There's a song I love right now too called Permission. Mm. And I don't know that I'll have to look it up, but it's so good. And it's like, give me the permission to conquer the world. I am totally botchering it. And this is why I don't quit my day (laughs) job. Um, But it's so good. And I love that intention because we need that so much in our lives. We need that permission to be ourselves, to let go, surrender, all of the things. But I want to just start with you, the work that you do, because you really have changed so many lives, including my own. So tell our audience, we call ourselves the Improve It Peeps, how did you develop this intuitive gift? So, you know, these are gifts that I'm aware of since I'm four. And, you know, at four years old, you don't necessarily know that you're psychic or clairvoyant. The neighborhood that I grew up in really wasn't conducive to this psychic type of energy. So, as I got older, the gifts just kept getting stronger. And what was happening to me was I was acutely aware of how I was experiencing the world and how everyone else was experiencing the world. And my experiences seemed to be a little more intense. It's not like I couldn't leave the house or I couldn't interact with people, but I was just aware of how things kind of lingered or I I seemed to feel things more deeply. And so when I, so when I stepped into this spirit centered, spirit driven world, for me, it was more of just like a coping, coping skills, coping tools that, you know, I need to, I'm going to have a long life. I need to get out there. And so I started reading about intuition. I started studying with people. And what it did was it just helped me reel in the energy. Yeah. I was not discerning what belonged to me energetically, what was mine to do. I was picking up on everybody's stuff, including my own, and acting as if it were my own. And it was to the point where it was becoming a little, it was overwhelming. And I realized like, I know there's something more going on and I know I have these gifts. I just need to learn how to work with them. It's like harnessing the wind. So that's what I did. And, and, and what I did was, as I sought people out was a lot of meditation because the answers truly are within, um, a lot of prayer work, um, yoga, anything that would quiet the, outside world, but quiet the monkey mind that we all have. And and journaling. Journaling was another big tool. And all of those 
tools led me to my intuition slash clairvoyance? Mm, I never knew the answer to that question. And now I do. And I love it. And I love that you said it's like harnessing the wind that just that hit me really hard. And, you know, I've been working with you for a little, I've known you for several years, but we've been working together probably for the past four or five months. And I really believe that, that the answers lie within. That's so, so, so important. We all have the answers within us. It's just if we choose to tap into them, right? And that is it. We really do have the answers within us. And, you know, what's funny is, I don't know if it's through society or, you know, fear, lack and limitation, we always want to ask someone else to, you know, like, tell me what to do. And, and even as I'm saying that, I think even asking someone else to tell me what to do, it gives me permission to not be accountable because you told me to do something. That was not my choice. And when you tap into your intuition, I'm telling you, you will not be, it's the best gift you could ever possibly imagine. Yeah. Oh my God. And your spirit guides will never guide you towards danger. They will, um, they have got, they've got your back. The universe has got your back. I'm trying to make this as simple as possible. They want you, it's not a matter of winning or losing. I just don't know how else to say it. They want you to win. They want you to experience this life joyfully, great, graciously, gratefully and experience it all. Yes. I could go on and on, and you know that. <laughs> I know that, and I could too, and I love it because- I'm trying to reel it in. <laughs> me too. Me too. Reel it in. Maybe that should be my intention because I want you to give yourself permission. I okay. have to reel it in, and you use permission. But I, right. <laughs> I'm i here with you on that because, you know, it, this word resistance, a lot of us really, mm. that's, I think, really what a lot of people, let me ask you this question, and then- let me ask you this because I could, I, I want to go down this rabbit hole with you, but what do you think is the most misconceived idea about what you do? Because I, I have a thought, but I want to hear what your thought is. Yeah. And, and that's a great question. And I think it's important to acknowledge that there are a lot of charlatans within this industry. There are a lot of, there are many there can be many nefarious people out there that prey upon the vulnerable. Yeah. So, and that's in any, any industry, it seems to be prevalent in this one. Um, but I think a misconception is when people find out what I do, the first question, like in a party setting, the first question is, well, what am I thinking? And I don't know what you're thinking. I really don't. What I've realized recently was I can feel the energy of your thoughts, but I don't necessarily know the thought. So if your energy, your thought is uh, forward thinking, it's happy, it's joyful, that's what I'm picking up on. But if you're standing there seething (laughs) with a big smile on your face, I can feel that thought of, ooh, (laughs) maybe we'll, we'll take some we'll put some distance between us. Like I don't necessarily need to be in that kind of funky energy. For as much as, you know, you know that I can, when I work with people, when you all sit in front of me, your past shows up on your right, present right in front of me, future shows up on your left. When you're looking into the future, you have to remember that what I'm looking at is in the moment. 
you know, I've told everybody this, as soon as they walk out my door, if the reading was based on you walking out with your right foot and you decide to walk out with your left foot, you have changed the trajectory of your future and you have free will. So just like with whatever you information you get in a reading, it's simply guidance. You don't have to do anything that you're being told. So for me, even with the work that I do, I'm always, I never want anybody to become too dependent on me. It makes me feel really, really uncomfortable. And for anybody who's ever sat with me, you know, I talked with you for a few minutes before because I want you to be comfortable with me. But I also want you to know, like when people used to come in person, they could write questions down and put them on a piece of paper mm. and fold it over. Yeah, so I, couldn't I did that it. my first time. It, yeah, this, It makes it fun for me. But honestly, part of that is like, I'm proving like, I'm not making this up. Like, I don't want you to think you're being taken advantage of. And, you know, maybe that's just from remnants from codependency back in the day. But, you know, it really does make it fun for me just because I, I get a kick out of what the answers are when I don't know the question. Yes. And then let me say this too, Michael. So I come and I'm just going to pull this out. And I and I just want to throw this out there. I come from a family who grew up Christian, super Christian. And uh, my mother was Southern Baptist, my father Presbyterian. I grew up Presbyterian. And I think a lot of times for somebody who is listening, who comes from a strong Christian or religious background, the work that you do may seem un- unreligious. Oh, absolutely. But absolutely, the oh. world that we all live in has one universal truth, and that is love, higher power. And we all, and you talk about God. We talk about, yeah. you could say God, universe, source. It's the same thing. Yes. And yes. just there's different rules put in different boxes for different religions. But you're speaking this language of universal love and higher powers, which is God, source, universe, whatever you might say. And it's the same thing. So if anyone listening today is just wondering in their minds, like, oh, I'm, you know, this is different for me because I come from this very Christian background. I come from that, but this is, this work is heart centered. It's love centered. It's your Go ahead. T- talk about that. No, I, I, really- I was going to just say, you know, you know, so I was raised as a Catholic. I don't follow the religion, but I did take the best of with me. And so I do believe in God. I believe in Jesus and Mother Mary and St. Teresa. I've got a great connection with them. But so I've never read the Bible in its entirety. But if any of our history throughout history, there have been shamans, mystics, um, uh, people who could portend, people who could, you know, it was a feeling. And, you know, it just reminds me of the question, like, would you recognize an angel if they were in front of you? And it's funny how in present day, modern times, in the now, we're we're believing what we've read about our history, but we're skeptical about it in real time. And and something that I want to be so clear about is that I am not the only person with these gifts. Everybody, everybody's gifts may vary, but everybody's got access to the same information that I do. And, and I want to be very clear. And, and can I tell you this, that anybody who does work like I do, um, so I clairvoyance, if you have a minister, if you have a doctor, we should all be in the business of putting ourselves out of business. 
because it's yes. all about healing. It's all yes. about teaching you how to heal. So use me as a tool. Use me. I am not a doctor. I am not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. But we do go to a therapist if we need to talk to somebody. We go see our doctor. I have a personal trainer. So I know how to lift a weight. I've been lifting weights for 30 some years. Maybe I don't look like it right now, but I, I've been lifting weights for a long time. But You look amazing. Thank you. But I just needed somebody to just show me something different. You know, I know how to cook. I really do know how to cook. If I'm left to my own devices, I'll, still, I'll go back to the same five recipes that I know. Because they're easy and I can throw them together and I don't have to, you know. Well, so somebody, I know this might sound silly, but that's what I can do. I can perhaps give you new eyes to look at an old situation. I'm, I'm not forever. You can use me as long as you like. But my goal is to get you, gain the confidence, to build the foundation that you can stand on to create that future. And how do you create the future? It's in the now. Yes. You put money in the bank today for the future. You plan a vacation today for the future. And that's what we're talking about. You know, there's so much talk about manifestation. Well, you're manifesting today for the future. So wake up. This is what we're doing. And that's where the meditation comes in. That's where yoga, you know what really helps me when one of my best spiritual practices is working out. Yeah. It's just, it, it tires me out. It quiets my mind. And, and especially since what we've all been through in the past three years. I don't know if in the history of time that this has ever happened before, but it's something that's collectively happened to 8 billion people. And, you know, COVID really did change everything. It upended everything. And it, it, science is proving it's changed people's brains. Um, perhaps maybe people came out of it a little more fearful. Some others came out of it... Um, more empowered. And so, you know, we're all navigating a new normal. And and that's why your intuition is so important because you know what it is, Erin? Part of it is, you know, like FOMO. People, you know, Instagram looking at that vacation that their friends are on and, you know, but they're not realizing that's that seven second, seven seconds of pictures out of a seven day vacation that yes. didn't look that picture every single day. And so like that FOMO, um, you know, comparing themselves to others, comparison is a thief of joy. And it's like, stop comparing yourself to others. Your starting point may be markedly different than someone else's. Nobody's yeah. right or wrong. It's yours. So yes. start doing you. Yes. Amen. And that ties into the permission. Yes. I'm simply, you never needed my permission, but it seems like people are seeking permission. I agree with that. I agree with that. And you know what? So many thoughts about what you just said, and I'm going to quickly just highlight them. I love that you said people like you, therapists, doctors should all be trying to go out of work. You should, because we it's all the have the ability inside of us to con to listen to our inner guide. I've been able to, through the work with you, through work of my own, tap into my own inner guide. And it is served me so well. And if you can heal your mind, you can heal your body, and then you can help others heal. And that is why you're here and I'm here today. And I love that you said that because a long time ago, I used to work on an ambulance. Mm 
And one of the first things you're taught as a first responder is you have to take care of yourself first. Because if you show up at a scene and somebody's injured and you're going to help them and then you get injured, well, not only can you not help that person that you went to save or rescue, but now you've got to pull in another person or other people to come and rescue the two of you. And it goes back to... um you know, being on the airplane, mom, dad, put the oxygen mask on yourself first and then take care of your little people. If you're not taking care of yourself, intuition, meditation, yoga, working out, eating well, if you're not doing that, you're not going to be good to anybody else. And so for all the moms listening out there, for all the dads listening out there, all the people who are partnered, it's, it's positive selfishness. If mom and dad are cranky, you know, pretty much the day's going to run like that. And that's not fair to your, your children no. or if you're a boss and your employees. So it's like you get, you set the tone and the pace. And when we all get that, we'll reach Nirvana, I think. I know. I know. Well, and truly, it's. I hope so. I hope. I hope and so, too. I really do. This is like I say it all the time on this show. You can't fill somebody else's teacup unless your kettle is full. As a leader, as a parent, as a partner, whatever it might be, you can't, you know, it's that whole saying, put your oxygen mask on first before yes. somebody else's. And that's why I wanted you here today. Hey, Improve It Peep, I wanted to interrupt your learning really quick to thank you for turning into this show. Now, each week, myself and the entire Improve It team are working tirelessly to give you the content you deserve to help you use play to become your best self personally and professionally. Now, if you wanted to return the thank you, that's okay, you don't have to, but if you did, would you leave us a five-star review on iTunes? It takes two minutes to leave five stars and maybe a comment or two on how this show has impacted you. Just scroll to the bottom of this show on iTunes and you'll see the opportunity to leave five stars. Now, once you do that, please send a screenshot, take a screenshot from your phone and email it to info at learn to improve it.com. That is info at learn to improve it.com. This way we know it's from you. We will be drawing one name per month to send an improve it podcast care package to this care package is the base names. It will include branded goodies from the show some of our favorite books and products from previous guests and a few more surprises. So thank you for the opportunity to tell you thank you. And if you want to thank me by leaving a review, then I will say thank you by potentially sending you a care package that shows our full appreciation. So thank you for thanking me. And we thank you will really like the goodies in the care package. Okay, back to improving it. Thanks. Okay, I want to start here as this is the second episode in this self-healing series. And um, I went, so you know, you know my story, Michael, and now the Improve It <laughs> peeps know the story, but um, I was dealing with a lot of chronic pain post the past five years of my life, which we, we know part of that is what everyone has gone through with COVID and with the past craziness of the this global pandemic. But I went to a chiropractor because I'm like, okay, my back hurts. That's where I start. And the very first thing that this chiropractor said to me, which I think he deserves 
a gold medal was how is your mental health? And then I listed off all the things that had gone wrong in my life for the past five years. I shouldn't say wrong. All the things that I was dealing with. And he goes, okay, you need, ha- you need some, you need some assistance. Are you talking to anyone? And automatically my mind went right to you because I've just known you for years and we've had this relationship. And so you had me take an intake form to come in and sit with you during an intuitive coaching session. And this intake form I gave to you. And the first thing you gave to me as a result of that was this book, um, When the Body Says No by Gabor Gabor Mate. Is that how we say it? Mate? Mate. I think it's Mate. Mate. M-A-T-E. M-A-T-E. And I wanted to ask you and just hear your answer on this. Why did you choose this book for me specifically? Or why would you offer it to anybody who has chronic pain? So the simple answer is you told me. Yeah. (laughs) Without saying a word. And that's how I work. When you all get on a call with me or if I see you in person, whether you're walking through my door or when you just appear on the screen, I get a ton of information and I'm offering that to all of you just as an intuitive intuition 101. Start paying attention to that blast of energy that you're getting when somebody just appears right in front of you. When you got on the screen, I I had your intake form, but I then I I put it together with seeing you in live. And the I could I was feeling the pain and I was connecting with the pain as not necessarily like, oh, you know, like I sprained my ankle or, you know, I, I worked out and I'm sore. It was attached to emotion. And I mean, this, whatever I'm telling you comes, I mean, it's like a nanosecond of how fast this comes in. And you came to me at the perfect time because I just got turned on to him within the last year. And so that book was fresh in my mind. It really resonated with me. And it just made sense for you to read it. And, you know, you know, the answer, you read the book And it was like the light bulbs were going off and it was the beginning of another level or layer of you letting go. But it was also that you were able to read about other people. Maybe their stories were different and yet the outcome was exactly the same. And it gave you permission to start reassessing what you were inviting into your life or what you were saying yes Two, you're an improviser. Yes, and that's the world that you live in. Um, but we're also learning that no is a spiritual word, not on stage, but no is a spiritual word, a spiritual term that, you know, maybe I'm saying yes a little too fast, or maybe I'm saying yes to things that I don't really want to do. And so for me, your guides came through and it was just like, let's give her permission to just take care of her her well-being. Her mental health, her physical health. So whatever I'm telling you, Aaron, I I swear it came like that fast. Probably when the papers came in, you know what, you know what it happens when you all email me Yeah, is when this stuff downloads because you've invited me in. Yeah. Yeah. And it was crazy. The book that you, I mean, it was like exactly what I personally needed. And I'm sharing this journey today in hopes that somebody listening who has physical pain can can listen and hear this journey and apply it because as soon and I'll never forget when I was reading the book I finished the book on a late 
flight coming back from a, a, a keynote that had gone awry and <laughs> I, you know, and I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting on the plane and I close the book and I start sobbing, which led me to a series of other things that you helped guide me to, which led me to realize that I had all these unprocessed emotions. And I just so happened to have a meeting with you on the day that I was completely broken wide open. And you just allowed me space. I was basically throwing darts at your head and it wasn't at you. It was just that I was so mad because I had yes. this anger inside of me repressed. I was so angry at the things I had bottled up. I was so saddened that it took me so long to come to this realization. So uh, thank you, number one. You're welcome. And and I always go back to you is that, you know, you did the work and that, so, you know, like when I see that's the outcome I was looking at. It was like putting a pin in a hot air balloon that just needed to express. Energy never dies. And if you've got that energy that's stale, chronic, you know, just ruminating in your body, that's what attacks our I'm not it when your resistance is low, that seems like when dis-ease comes in. I'm not saying by not expressing, you know, like the cause of cancer or whatever. I mean, but it contributes to your healing. And like, if you look at the energy, the Chinese um, medicine wheel, like we all, this is true for all of us. We carry grief in our lungs. We carry anger in our liver. We carry family history in our hips, um, knees hurting. It's the fear of moving forward, ankles. It's like being tethered to the past. It, it's your whole body. And, you know, I've been reading people for a long time and I was just, acutely aware of like all the, any word that ends in itis, any word that ends in itis, you know, arthritis, uh, colitis, you know, those seem to cause inflammation. And so before ever having read Gabor Mati's book, I was aware of like all that energy is building up in your body and it's causing this stress. It's causing this dis-ease. And I'm like, well, I don't want that stuff in my body. You know, the easiest example I can offer you, because you don't always feel the energy in your body, but like if you have a clogged pore, you know, you go to the bathroom, you get a little zit, you can pop it, you know, put a little tea tree oil or whatever, and it goes away. Well, think of that in your body that's building up and building up. You know, it's why people are having heart attacks. They're so stressed. Um, there's so many people with stomach or intestinal issues. Um People who are creative, but stifling their creativity goes to second chakra, second chakra, reproductive area, physically where we reproduce, metaphysically, passions, dreams, desires. And so, you know, the word flow, getting into the flow, but then literally allowing your body to flow with that energy that's coming to you that needs to come through you and needs to come from you. And so... Why would I want to carry that funky energy with me? Why would I want to pollute my body? The body's natural state is homeostasis, perfect balance, mind, body, spirit. When the body's out of balance, the body knows how to heal itself. I, I think this is true for myself. I think this is true for a lot of people. We just need to get ourselves out of the way to allow yes. the healing to occur. And I think part of the answer is that people stay in situations longer than they need to. Yes. They, in the fear, the fear of the unknown, I understand that. But the big answer, part of the healing work and the, in the healing, the body work is surrender. 
giving yourself permission to surrender to a higher power, to your own ascended self, your guidance that knows the best for you. That's it. That's it. That is it, Michael. And you know, this is so funny and just on a personal level. So you helped me kind of get through these repressed emotions. And then it's so fascinating. I healed my mind. I healed my body. Yeah. These past couple of weeks, I'm coming off of a crazy holiday with 13 family members here at my house for like a week. And I had just a lot of stuff going on. I didn't meditate. I didn't. I did work out, but I didn't take care of my mental health really at all. Guess what happened? My pain came back. Mm. Guess what happened? I felt last night like I needed to sit and meditate. And this is the difference for anyone listening between meditation and prayer. And tell me if I'm wrong here, Michael. Meditation is receiving. Prayer is asking or giving gratitude. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And so in my meditation, I received this guidance that the reason we gave you your pain is because your mind got away from Ah. us, from this surrender. We needed you back here because we have work to do. And you know the work that I'm talking about, but I've got some ideas going and I can't not be connected to myself, my higher power, my inner God, my self-love, all those things have to be in line. And guess what? It said, you've healed yourself twice because I've had this pain and it's gone and come back. You're going to heal it again. Just stay here. It's going to go away. And so it's like that. It's really these emotions that I feel like lead you back to yourself. So is there something, and I want to be super, I'm telling my own journey because I'm hoping that it comes and rings true for somebody listening, but is there any exercise or anything tangible that you could give the Improve It peeps today that can help us realize that we might have these repressed emotions? Is there anything that we can do if we're feeling physical pain to ask ourselves, what is the emotion? Is there anything easy? Yeah. And and I'm just going to try to do this as quickly as possible is that first, you know, like if you're being triggered by somebody, you know, but you're not really aware of that it's other people triggering you, you know, this where like you keep a little journal with you or your phone that you can take a phone memo, but you start to become aware of what's bothering you. Uh, if, is it a person? Is it a certain type of event? And when you, it, it's uh, your healing powers are in the present moment. So you're just becoming aware of what's your surroundings. Yeah. And, and then you start to like equate with, wow, this is all hypothetical, but you know, oh, wow. You know, I remember, you know, I have this friend that makes me feel less than, and, and then when I sit with that in meditation or journaling, you know, it starts to draw a line to my past where, wow, I remember, you know, my I'm not blaming anybody's parents. I'm just using this as an example. Like, wow, my parents kind of said similar words to me and I had the same feeling then. And you start to pay attention to your own patterns. Um, big problem for a lot of people getting that intuitive advice and then doing the exact opposite because it's not the answer that they want to hear. Um, you know, in love, you know, going with the verb and the feeling of love, but knowing that that person's going to break your heart or is not going to be the best person for you, making excuses for other people, 
simple things to do. So you just start paying attention. Um, something that helps to ground you in those situations. I like breath work. You can do it anywhere. So, you know, taking a big dip breath, deep breath, breathing in through your nose, holding it for a moment, exhaling through your mouth. It quiets your mind. It's that's actually how you start to hear your own t- intuition. If what you're feeling is triggering you, like causing a little panic attack or anxiety, put your hand on something cold like your refrigerator because it brings you back into the present moment. Becoming aware that, okay, I'm literally sitting on a chair, that this chair is supporting me. Yeah. This chair is supporting me. My feet are on the ground and that this chair is supporting me. And just knowing that this chair is supporting me makes me feel grounded and rooted. When I'm grounded and rooted, then I've got permission to start exploring what's making me feel uncomfortable. I didn't start with this. Feel what you're feeling. Feel what you're feeling. Let it wash over you. Don't fight it. Let feel it. And then you start to pay attention to who's around you. Why is it, why is what's happening bothering me? And it's like sleuthing work. It's like detective work. Um, does that make sense? I want to make sure that I'm being really, really clear with that. Yes. It's that in the moment, it's the now, right now. You're yes. safe right now. I'm safe right now. I, my, my spirit guides, my energy, my ascended self wants me to be well. Why is this bothering me? Is somebody just rubbing me the wrong way? Or is this like, is it more deeply rooted? And if it's more yeah. deeply rooted, then I'll start exploring it. And can I just tell you something that I think would be really helpful for your listeners is... Yeah, yes. So anger and jealousy, those are great barometers. They're great markers. If I'm angry, obviously something's happening that I don't like. Somebody's rubbing me the wrong way. If I'm jealous of somebody or something, it typically means somebody's doing something that I wished I was doing. Yeah. So... That's good. That's good anger. That's good jealousy. Bad is when I stay stuck in feeling angry or when I stay stuck in being jealous or feeling jealous. And so many people go, you might've had a bad situation that literally happened, you know, 20 years ago and it was a two minute incident, but you've been carrying that two minute incident for 20 20- it's like yes. if that was money compounding, yes, that's good. Yeah, with interest. Yep. Yeah, with a lot of interest. But if yes. it's energy that's like can feel debilitating or it's gonna cause some type of a chronic dis-ease, then no, we don't want to deal with it. And that's why we want to deal with this stuff in the now. So yes. I, I cut you off and I'm so sorry. I you no, were gonna you say did something. It, earlier. And I love it. And and anyone who has not put this together yet, when Michael says dis-ease. That is literally disease. Dis yes. Ease. Yes. So, um, yeah, I love everything you say. And it's really just being present is really where the joy comes. It's where the, it's also where some of the emotions will come. And I think one of the things you really taught me is that being still and being present can only unlock freedom for you. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? It's the truth. It's like I'm looking I at you just, like, wow, that's great. I like that. Because well, you taught me that. <laughs> <laughs> but I forget. I do, but it's true. It's true and it's universal. It's yes. true for everybody. And it's free. 
Yes, it's free and it's inside of you. It's like in your soul and you have the power to harness it. And that is why I wanted you on the show today because you have given me permission. There it is. You have given me freedom. You have given me the ability to know who I am. And because I know who I am, I'm able to show up as a more present person to my family to my team, to my clients, to the people listening to this show, to our audiences. It's this is why improve it peeps, Michael, or just just you yourself have you have the permission inside of you. You just have to unlock it. And if you can unlock it, there will probably be some pain involved at first. Absolutely. And it's going to suck. It's uncomfortable. You need a Michael to throw darts at that one <laughs> meeting. I'll never forget. I, you just like, let me lay there and y- cry and scream. And I was like, yeah. and I was laying there because I threw my back out and I was like, Michael. <laughs> so it, <laughs> I'll never forget that I remember. Day. You know very well. But it was a great session. Yes. And it was perfect. Yes, because I was present with my emotions. And I just, yes, leaders, people, leaders, people who care about people. This is what we are saying. Take care of yourself first. And if you can do that, if you have this body and mind connection, you will show up the most authentic, the most real, the most present person because you've given what Michael said, permission to yourself. Any last words that you want to give the Improve It Peeps? Any any last thoughts? You know, a great leader is not intimidated by other people's brilliance. A great leader is inspired by people who are smarter than them, seeks people out who are smarter than them, um, loves to see their people rise up, um, trusts themselves, knows what they're here to do. And it, typically, it should start with the greater good. <laughs> And then everything else falls into place. And um, the big secret with developing your intuition is trust. Yes. I trust myself. I trust myself because you're going to get information that may seem really out there and yet it's perfect for you. And that's something to remember that it's for you. Sometimes you're getting information about other people, but you don't have to share it. It's just simply for you. So you know how to navigate a conversation or a situation. Bam. Bam. That is so true. That That is so true. Okay. If anyone wants to work with or find the Michael Frontier, how can they do that? So I'm re-evaluating my um, relationship with social media. However, I I do have a YouTube channel and I've got a Twitter account. So, and they're all under Michael Frontier. Um, But my website is michaelfrontier.com. Yes. And we will put it in the show notes. You have been... A guiding light to me. I'm so grateful to have you in my life and your presence is truly the best gift to, to me and to everyone listening today. I Hopefully anyone who needed to hear this, heard this, take everything that Michael gave us today, put it to use. Michael, I love you. I adore you. Thank you so much. I love you. Thank you so much. Improve it, peeps. I am so grateful that Michael came on the show today. I hope that you are leaving with permission. I hope that you are feeling a sense of freedom. And I hope that if today's episode moved you, 
or you know that it has the opportunity to move someone else that you share today's show, please share it with someone you know. Leave a review if it spoke to you and just give the gift of self-healing to yourself or to somebody else today. Now, I love to give you tangibles, and today's tangibles are a bit different. I'm going to give you the books that Michael provided me that sent me on this self-healing journey. So one is what we talked about in the show, When the Body Says No by Gabor Mate. And we'll link to all of these in the show notes. So When the Body Says No by Gabor Mate. How to Do the Work by Nicole LaPera. And if you're not following her on Instagram, it's a really fun follow, The Holistic Psychologist. So check that out. A book that he did not recommend but came to me after I read these two books was Healing Back Pain by Dr. John Sarno. And all three of these books are speaking the same language, so you can read them in any order that you like, but I really recommend these three. And then he also recommended to me one more that I've not yet read, which is called Complex PTSD from Surviving to Thriving by Pete Walker. Complex PTSD from Surviving to Thriving by Pete Walker. Take any one of these. Take all four use them, read them, and just know that the work that you're doing for yourself is giving not only yourself permission to love yourself more, to be more connected to your mind and to your body, but it is also serving the people in your life. Say congratulations to yourself for not only showing up today for you, but for showing up for the people in your life who need you, your friends, your family, the people that you lead, the organization that you are a part of will all benefit because you have given the opportunity to yourself to love yourself more, to understand how your mind and body are connected. And to do this work is not only a luxury, but it should be something that all of us have to do in order to live on this earth and connect with each other in the way that we're supposed to do. It starts with us and prove it, peeps. So my ask is this. Take today's show, apply it, or send it to someone you know who needs it. I'm so proud of you. Keep showing up for yourself. Keep failing. Keep improving because this world needs that very special it that only you can bring. I will see you here next week for another episode of our self-healing series. Until then, bye-bye. Hey friend, did you enjoy today's show? If so, head on over to iTunes to rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Now, did I mention that when you leave a five-star review of the Improve It podcast, an actual team of humans does a happy dance? Mm -hmm, That's right. So leave a review for us on iTunes, screenshot it, and send me an email at info at learntoimproveit.com. I'll send you a personalized video back as a thank you. Thanks so much for listening. Improve it, peeps. I'll see you next Wednesday.